509-441-0999. It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Couple wins $5 million lottery jackpot while simply trying to make change. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right. Hello to you. Well, hello, everyone. And I am very happy with this newscast because there's something that I think is cool that is happening this week. And I wanted to share it with everybody. And it's being put on by our friends over at KXOY TV, Mark Peterson. He does a lot of good stuff, doesn't he? He does. That guy, every time you turn around, I'm kind of like, dang it. Pete, you just keep doing stuff that makes us look bad by... Stream Teams does a lot of good. Yes, he does a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. And then he just goes and does something like this. Makes up for his bad weather reports. Right, yeah, for sure. I think, is what he kind of has to do, Absolutely. It makes sense. You're like, hey, I do a lot of bad, but don't forget about the good. And his good far, 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 far outweighs. Yeah. His mixes on the the weather. Heavens, yes. Now it is the Great American Flag Swap. This will be happening two times in the month of January. The first one will be tomorrow. It's funny because when they first said the name, the way that it was said, it's the great American flag swap. I said, I thought to myself, well, what flags are they swapping? And then I realized, oh, it's an American flag swap. Yes. The idea is to (laughs) bring your tattered flag, you know, one that maybe is a little worn out. It doesn't take long for them to get worn out, does it? Uh, you know, not if you're flying it a lot, no. Yeah, if you have it out a lot, it's in the weather, whatever happens, they can get worn out. If you have a f- tattered old flag, well, bring it in to BECU, any of their locations, tomorrow, starting at 9 a.m. Yeah, 9 a.m. tomorrow. And they will exchange your flag for a new one. Now, three by five Three flag. by five, yeah. three foot by five mm-hmm. foot. So you can't, like the place out there... On the freeway. Yeah, an RV center the or RV center, something. That gigantic flag, you probably can't bring that in. Well, you could. You could trade you it for a 3 by 5 3 by 5 I mean, you know, if that's one what you... Flag how per... small would that look on that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... The oh, other man. two that there's... Because you know, I think there's three of them in a row. And, like, the two guys have the big giant one. The one guy's got a brand new 3 by 5 but it looks like a postage stamp because you can't see it. Just a sign that says inflation. <laughs> right. It's all we could get. Oh, one man. One flag per car. That yeah, your one exchange flag yeah. will be properly retired, too, in case uh, you're wondering about that. Yeah. People want to make sure it's done the right way. And uh, Uncle Sam's flags and gift is a big part of this, giving the flag. So That's cool. It's just a cool thing. And I, when I saw Peterson promoting it today, I was like, we need to talk about that because that's a cool deal and what a great way to get a new flag. Uh, three locations. You can check it out. If you go to KXLY.com, you can just search uh, flag swap and it comes right up. It's, all the details are there. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Glory. Old glory. Old glory. Get a new old glory. Simple. New old glory. Story yes. number two. Exactly right. It's exactly what we need to do. Uh, all right. Well, our next story up for bids. Three dollars. Three dollars. We never bid on them when you say it. You're going to be. What? Where does that even come from? I. I. The only next know story up you. for bids. I, I truly thought you came up with it. Well, I mean, it's a, it's just a takeoff on Price is Right. You know, the next item up for bids, and you just changed it to story, and that's why no one bids on it, because we're not sure and what I've it's going to be worth. And I've done it so long, Forever. apparently, yeah. is that 
you know, it's become like a legend. Because here's the difference. The difference difference is when someone says the next item up for bids, they then tell you all about the item before you bid. I'll tell you You're expecting a bid before we actually hear the story, which is why we don't know the worth. I don't think I expect a bid. For the, I guess maybe I went at the end. I want you to bid on it. Okay, How about that's that? fair. Okay, after we hear the story, we bid yeah. on it. Did you have to hear about the item? First? Absolutely. Three bucks is going to be too much. <laughs> oh no! I heard. I watched the uh, nighttime prices right last night. I'm jealous. I do this story simply to talk about a TV show. I okay. think too. Okay. Uh, Guinness World Record has been set by a dog, a Wolfgang Lonerberger. That's mm. the dog's trainer. His dog Baloo. Jumped rope on his hind legs 32 times in 30 seconds. Did they change names? Because I feel like the dog could have been Wolfgang. Agreed. Been, mm. Yeah, they missed down there. Anyway. Baloo the dog jumped rope on his hind legs. So wow. anytime the dog's standing like that and does something, I kind of like it. Yeah. yeah. It always looks cool. How many cool. times? 32 times in 30 seconds. That's a lot. Yes, it is. It's an impressive record. It really is. Uh, his daughter, job, however, has been featured on Germany's Got Talent and Britain's Got Talent. His his daughter? Yes. Okay. Have you watched any of the America's Got Talent All-Stars? All yeah. Kev saw highlights on the internet. That's okay. it. But it, what a great idea. I did watch a little bit of it last night. Now, I think I was an episode or two behind. I don't okay. know how many weeks they're in. Do you know, Jay? Uh, finals, it? I believe. I think they're Oh, gosh. The- it's that far in already? I think, yeah. Wow. I was watching episode two. <laughs> yeah, I think there. But I don't think it's very many episodes. It's only like five Boy, episodes. It, it might be because Kevin is a special. It's a special yes. edition mm-hmm. of it, so that would make sense. But a, a cool idea. You talk about just no fluff. You watch that thing, and like Jay, the first night they sent home Terry Fader, who has become really? one of the most legendary. Uh, America sent him home, Kevin. That's correct. America He's sent ventrilo- him home. Big time ventriloquist. Yeah, and they even He's the richest the fact- contestant that's ever been on the show. I can guarantee you that. Wow. He's made $30 million. Is that what they said? He has a $100 million contract in Vegas. And that's why America voted him Ooh, off. They're yeah. like, you don't get to win again, Terry. No. But he was fun to have on the show again. Yeah, he's Kevin he, Skinner back? He is he not. not. No, it's it. all-stars. All-star. All, all Go ahead and look it up and then get back. But as I watched America's it- America's Got Talent all. <laughs> yes. Non-stars. As I watched it last night, it was one of those where every single time you go, dang, they are so, they could win this. They could win this whole, every single person, you were like, dang, okay. they could win this whole thing. Because they're just all so stinking good. It really made it fun to watch. Love the concept. I really think that's a cool idea for that show. I love it on all the shows. When Survivor does it occasionally, KJ, it's fun to see yes. the people that you had there before. I wish one of the singing shows could do it so Morgan Wallen could come back. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that would be great. The voice, like the, the misses. And then they do oh, the people who... wow. Because there's a couple of those, I believe. I'm sure yeah, there is. They tried out for the voice that didn't win. Wasn't Luke Combs on The Voice, too? I think too? so, Kevin. Yeah, he was, and they said he wasn't exciting enough for TV. And well, we they were, finally they get were the right. battle of Luke and Morgan. I mean, they were right. At that moment, I'm sure he wasn't exciting enough for TV. He's still yeah. not really excited enough for TV. Right. He's great, and he's great TV, and he's a great interview. I just don't know that he's exciting for TV. And imagine then... I have something bad to say about Luke Combs. Not bad. A new it- song. He teased a new song. It's probably going to be number one this year. Mm-hmm. And by probably, I mean it is because he's Luke Combs. He's great at everything he does. But I'm wondering, can he have one more comparison song? Or is he kind of tapped out? Comparison? <laughs> I've noticed that that is his, his game. Uh, he just That's very funny, man. 
all of his lyrics are comparing things to other things. And it works really, really well. But he does it in a lot of songs. And at some point, is it going to just be like, all right, Luke, stop co- stop comparing everything. Huh. But it's relatable. Huh. I don't, I'm trying to figure out exactly what you mean. I'm going to look um, at- I Like, just think of his new song, Going, Going, Gone. It's all... It's like a something, something. Like a runaway southbound train, like an Arizona desert rain, like lightning in the sky, like fireworks in July, like a left field home run ball, like a whiskey shot last call. It was, uh, it's like she was made for moving on. Okay, look up. She's gone, uh, gone, gone. Yep. There are a lot of comparisons there, right? I don't see any. Better mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Better what, what is that? I think. Together. Uh, like a hurricane. Like, like a, a hurricane, yeah. Yes. That's true. Uh, Some things just go better together, always will, like a cup of coffee and a sunrise, Sunday drives, and time to kill. (laughs) What's the point of this guitar if it ain't got no strings? I don't even know what you're talking about. After all, good trucks, maybe got 300,000, you only Mm -hmm. get so much till it's gone. Yeah. Duracell's in a mag light, needle drop on a 45. That's, you know, some things last... Nothing lasts forever except for my left. Like, he just does a lot uh, of comparisons. It's a very good mm-hmm. writing tool. Yeah. Like, it's very Catchy. effective. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if at some point it has to stop. Shoot him a quick message. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Like being exhausted. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. But we were always told with lighter fluid it would come back up. The stream of lighter fluid oh, into yeah. the bottle and blow oh, up. Right, yeah. And so I was like, well, don't do it. Kevin James. So I think that was just your parents not wanting you to waste all the lighter fluid. Yeah. Which or, is fair. Or maybe just good parents. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Ten minutes or so away from Beat the Show, it's your chance to grab one of those Coyote Country hoodies, the kind of the military green ones that we've got going on right now. Limited time offer, your chance to win that is on the way, but right now, it's final story time. It's the final story of the day. Hip, 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 we go to kind of a different place for the final story today, but I saw this in the news, and I thought, oh, I want to ask the question of you boys. Who is the queen? Amazon just released a trailer for Shotgun Wedding. It's a new romantic comedy starring Jennifer Lopez and Josh du- Duhamel. Is that how you say his name? I always forget yeah, that guy's Duhamel. name. Yeah. Duhamel. Close enough. Uh, it's the great story. Listen to this lo- setup. A couple who gather their lovable but very opinionated families for a destination wedding. Just as they begin to get cold feet, suddenly everyone's lives are in danger when the entire party is taken hostage. Oh, wow. Scary. Oh, Oh, comedy ensues. The wackiness, it's everywhere. The cast also includes Jennifer Coolidge and Cheech Cheech Marin, Uh, Lenny Kravitz, uh, some other good... Some people you'll recognize in the movie. It hits Prime Video on January 27th. And then I thought, man, I am a sucker for a Jennifer Lopez romantic comedy. She is one of the best at doing romantic comedies. Do you guys agree with that? Do you think I of J Lo for romantic? She wouldn't comedies? be the first one I would think of. I think okay. So I, you know what? I don't know that I've. I don't know that I can think of one off the top of my head that I loved. But I, but what are some of the ones she is in? Uh, Made in Manhattan. Never the saw Wedding it. Planner. Okay, loved Wedding Planner. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. she's great. She's in that. very good. Made in. Ha- Here's the thing that she's really good at in her romantic comedies. She always seems like kind of a 
a broken soul or like things aren't great. So she, it's an underdog story as well as a romantic comedy. And that always, she's really good at that monster in law. She's in that one. She's in Jersey girl. Uh, these are the romantic, the backup plan. That's a good yep. one. Mm, that is a good one. That one. Dang it. Marry me. That is with, uh, I don't know that well, one. Who see, is I, that good looking man that, I think I've just missed the J-Lo movies. Okay. Yeah. What to expect when you're expecting. She's got some good romantic comedies. And another new one coming out. Who is your queen of romantic comedies? I'm torn between two. Okay. And I think, oh man, I've been struggling with this right now. It's either Sandra Bullock or Drew Barrymore. And and the fact that Drew Barrymore is in The Wedding Singer has really got her towards the top. 51st Dates was good, but Sandra Bullock is in Hope Floats. The proposal, the proposal, yeah. Miss Congeniality one and two, if you count them. Uh, Sandra Bullock is really good. Uh, While you were sleeping, which Jay watched over Christmas, oh, I'm that's sure. Good. Yeah, yeah dude, that was all great. Those. That was great. And Shawshank. Just, did you hear what he thought of Shawshank? I heard he loved. I'm it. not gonna go back and review it again. Loved it. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah. I think I'm leaning Sandra Bullock, Jay or Kev, but I think you could. You could sell me pretty easily on Drew Barrymore. I, Drew Barrymore's in Fever Pitch also. I, you oh, know that's what? a good one. Drew Barrymore. It's Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, final answer. Drew Barrymore is my favorite rom-com and actress. Maybe better at the comedy part. Like the, I, I don't, Sandra Bullock's great, but I do feel like Drew Barrymore maybe is a little better rom-com person. I'm more, I'm more into the rom side of Sandra Bullock. You know, what I mean. <laughs> agreed. I think she's. I think she's very beautiful. Heavy on the wrong, and yeah. she's. She is extremely I mean, funny. That, Drew like, Barrymore also. I've had the hugest crush on her all, all through junior high. And now you can watch her every day on her show. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I, I, that's the calm part. I would gosh, imagine. I think I got to go. Sandra. I've got to go. Drew Barrymore. I got to go. Drew Barrymore. Wedding singer puts it over the top. I also. I, I think Fifty First Dates is so good. Fever pitches. That great. is never been kissed. Great, so great good. movies. <sighs> Jay, I have a guess who you'll say. Mm-hmm. But let's hear who you. I mean, Julia Roberts is hard to argue with. She's done maybe the most, right? Probably. Uh, that's a good call. Yeah, she's in great ones too. Pretty Woman and uh, just that Runaway alone. Br- just stop there. Just go. Right. Pretty Woman. Okay, you what? The new Ru- one, Ticket to Paradise, with Pretty Runaway Woman is Bride. overrated. Uh, I, you don't. If you watched, if you watched The Wedding Singer and then you watched Pretty Woman. Well, yeah, it, and you're looking for a romantic comedy, comedy, and which right. you said that's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah ex- agreed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is more on. of a, it is a romantic movie, but it's not a romantic comedy, really. Yeah, more Richard runaway brides. There's nothing that says you laughter know? quite like Richard Gere <laughs> over Adam Sandler. <laughs> and I've got to go with this, Slim, because of what you're saying. I'm going to take Julia Roberts out of it because almost all of hers are heavy on the rom mm-hmm. and little on the calm. My best friend's wedding probably more funny than that is funny. Ticket to Paradise a has a lot one. of that good. Is funny. My Eat, best friend's wedding is great. Eat, pray, love is that Thir- more comedy? Going on Thirty is really funny. Like they have listed here as one of her romantic going movies. On 30, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven's not a rom com. That's, that's no, so, it doesn't belong on no. this list. It is a romantic movie. What but about Jennifer Aniston though? I like her. I money. What about is Reese Witherspoon in enough romantic comedies? Because Sweet Home Alabama is I, awesome. I mean, that's She's, it. Hangs on that. They just Netflix apparently doing all rom coms. They just released KJ a trailer for an Ashton Kutcher Reese Witherspoon. Oh really? Rom-com. Oh, Legally Blonde though. The, Legally Blonde is so funny. I, the new Reese Witherspoon movie. Will be great along with the J Lo one. I mean, this setup. Listen to this setup. 
Reese Witherspoon lives in L.A. She and Ashton Kutcher were lovers at one point. Okay. She lives in Los Angeles. He lives in New York. They come up with some kind of deal where they switch for a week. No. Yeah. No. She goes and lives in his life. Oh, no. She co- he comes over and lives in her life. Mm-hmm. And they find out through all this, mm-hmm. I wish I had the exact tagline again, but it's they find out that what they think they want might not be what they actually have wanted. Whoa. 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 I know, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were Jennifer Aniston. Need some love. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, it's not the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Like, what's the least number of French fries you get when you order at a restaurant? Kevin James. 38. Slim? That seems high. I'm not going to go to the industry standard. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. All right, the Dark Knight beat the show time. Playing for a Coyote Country sweatshirt, brand spanking new, unused. Those are the best ones. Gently used aren't bad. Gently used aren't terrible. That's correct. But I think brand new is still better. I think in just oh, better form. I oh yeah. Well, you want to give away one you was already worn? I was hoping we could to this guy if he wins. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, Who I gotta it? wear one in a little bit. What? I don't even know. Who I, it is. I keep on. Oh, you know what? What is going on? It's I our buddy Rick on line the four. Right chat. Oh wow, that's crazy. Uh, Kevin knows all the information. He knows what this is why is, I don't. That's why I don't send you a chat very often, Slim, because then this happens. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, Kev, I still haven't got that email. How? Kevin sent me an email a long time ago mm-hmm. with some audio he wanted, and it has not come through yet. That's bizarre. Huh. I could have just typed that to you, but I probably would have sent it to Jay. I'm guessing the company probably you would just, have sent that to Jay. Has probably just blocked it. Uh, Rick, how's it going? It's really cute. Oh, it's going fantastic, guys. <laughs> okay, good. I like the upbeat attitude. <laughs> We'll see you after Saturday. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, good luck to whoever wins. Um, let's go ahead and do a little beat the show here. That is it the dark night? Was that what the category was? The dark night. The because dark night. today, mm-hmm. back in nineteen sixty six, Batman, Adam West Batman hit the mm-hmm. hit the television sets across America, kind of kicked off, helped kick off all of the Batman on a visual medium as opposed to all the comic books. So a lot of the nerds, I don't know any. You don't know any of those. We so, yeah. who love Batman, we celebrate a little bit today. So in honor of that, it's all about the villains because I think Batman has some of the great villains out there. We celebrate the villains of the Batman movies. Rick, who are you taking on head to head? Challenging Kevin. Goodbye, Kev. Yeah, this is a terrible <laughs> category for me. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, feel like this is an easy win. I would hope so. What do you think will be easier, beating Kevin in the Dark Knight uh, trivia or the Niners versus the Seahawks? Uh, this one. That's yeah, a good call. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, seven questions, 60 seconds. Now I hope you lose both. The, <laughs> actually, if you only get to win one, I hope you win today. Yeah, I think that's fair for you. Yeah. I'm cheering for you. Yeah. All right, Rick, 60 seconds on the clock, seven questions. Who played the Joker in The Dark Knight? Uh, that would be Heath Ledger. 
Danny DeVito played which Batman villain? Penguin. Which Batman villain has a strange compulsion to leave clues to his crimes? Riddler. Who is the main villain in The Dark Knight Rises? Bane. Uma Thurman played what villain in the George Clooney Batman movie? Who played Catwoman in Batman Returns? Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. And who was the main villain in last year's Batman? The main villain was Riddler. Well, Jay, that's how you go seven for seven. What? Yesterday Kevin! we had the thing where I said, oh my God. "Someone that you know, we teased that maybe you could have the same answer twice." Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe I could riddle uh, somebody into that. Mm-hmm, I see. But Rick didn't even care. He didn't even listen to the questions. <laughs> no, that was great. Kevin's Kevin back. Kevin gets in, and the, and the music is still the, playing, uh, which, yeah. is, which is not we've great. We've never had that. We've never had no. where the returning person is back before the music actually ended. That was weird. I didn't feel like I even barely got out yeah. there. I, well, good luck. You didn't. You barely got out. Rick was Rick answered every question before I finished it. 38 seconds. And I was trying to ask one of our coworkers, who's dressed like the Joker today, what, what he knew about Batman. And he should know a lot. He was going to be very helpful, and then I hear, Kevin! Yeah, well, no cheating, bro. Fast. Kevin, who played the Joker in The Dark Knight? And, I don't know, uh, I'll say Heath Ledger. Danny DeVito played which Batman villain? Mr. Stumpy. Which Batman villain has a strange compulsion to leave clues to his crimes? Boy. Uh, the Riddler? Who was the main villain in The Dark Knight Rises? The main villain. I. He's the thing of your existence. The main villain. Oh, Bane. Uma Thurman played what villain in the George Clooney Batman movie? Good luck. Uh, I'm going to pass. I'll come back to it. Yeah, Who played Catwoman in Batman Returns? Halle Berry, I'm hoping. Who was the main villain in last year's Batman? Ooh. Uh, like the actor? Uh, no. Nope. Uh, the, what the character? Villain. Yeah. Sorry. Rodney. Rodney. All right, let's see how we did today. I will tell you this. Rick did it about as great as you can do. Seven for seven in 20 seconds. Who played the Joker in The Dark Knight? Heath Ledger. You both got that right. Well, I'll just tell you Rick's answers. They're all correct. That seems better. Danny DeVito played which Batman villain? Rick said Penguin. He's up two to one. It was not Stumpy. Which Batman villain has a strange compulsion to leave clues to his crimes? You both said the Riddler. Three to two. Who played the... Who played the main villain? I can't do Bane. Bane is the answer, four to three. Who was Bane? Tom, big Tom, sexy Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom, well, I can't remember H- that Middleton? guy's name right now. Tom, no, real, real Heddles- sexy boy. Tom, he's like, he's, he's that's a beautiful it. boy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. That's, that's what we said. You we all said that. Uma Thurman played what villain in the George Clooney Batman movie? Poison Ivy. Rick said that. I said Uma Thurman, and Rick said Poison Ivy. That, and was, that was ridiculous. Very, very easy for him. Five to three. Who played Catwoman in Batman Returns? Rick said Michelle Pfeiffer. He is up six to three. And who is the main villain in last year's Batman? It was not Rodney. It was the Riddler. We got mm. the Riddler in there twice because yesterday someone was yeah. questioning whether we have the same question ever in the same round. Yeah, same we answer, do. yeah. yeah or right. same rant. Say, yeah, not the same question. Same answer. <laughs> same question. Would Rick, be an interesting way of doing it. A perfecto siete. Nicely done. Wow. Enjoy your one win of the week, bud. <laughs> I hope so. Not. <laughs> Rick, hold on for one second. Yes, we'll get yes. all your uh, info and get your size and everything. I would guess uh, 
a youth medium again? <laughs> I'm not you, Jay. <laughs> Wear it like a bra. Should be fun. Uh, hold on for a second, Rick. That was ridiculously impressive. Man, he's I mean, good. That there was no hesitation, Kevin. He was literally blurting out answers halfway through the questions. It was ridiculous. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. What do you call religious? Hey, I don't know. Kevin James. Christian Bale. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the Big Ninety Nine Nine. Coyote Country. Just executive producer extraordinaire. Yeah, like, I mean, don't what miss. A producer. Just, you just don't miss. I mean, thank you. Unbelievable. Welcome, boys. Yeah. Uh, quick behind the curtain. And now a behind the curtain look at the show. No. During that uh, last song, Kevin thought the beginning of it sounded like another song. That started us down a rabbit hole, Slimmy. First did. of all, Going, Going, Gone uh, from Luke Combs, the very beginning of it. Oopsie, my bad. Okay, that's it. And Kevin said he thought it sounded like Riley Green's I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. Yeah, when you... Same song. It's the same song. It sounds a lot alike. When you played yeah, that song the other day, the Luke Combs, I my head popped up and I go, we're playing Riley Green right now? And you were like, what? And then we got busy and we never talked about it. But today, when it happened again, I was like, that is Grandpa's Never Die. And then Slim said, the only reason that would be okay is if whoever wrote Riley Green's song, since it was out first, also wrote Luke Combs' song and stole their own music. Yeah, rewrote their own song. So then that got us looking to see who wrote what. And Luke Combs was a co-writer on his song, not Riley Green, which would have been possible. Uh, Luke Combs, not a co-writer on the Riley Green song. Riley Green actually wrote that song. With Buford Green. And then we started searching, who's Buford Green? That's his actual grandfather. And then you sang a song called... Yeah, and then he sang a song called, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. So Grandpa didn't really write it. I think he just gave Grandpa credit for, like, giving him the inspiration. Possible, yeah. I think, because if Grandpa died in 2010... You don't know how long ago the song was written. Yeah. That's a good point. Because sometimes they sit and on those. that song, by the way, is a song that I'm... One of the songs I'm most surprised didn't make it in country music. Because you think some people wish grandpas did die? Well, I, that's <laughs> my point. You wrote a song called I Wish Grandpas Never Died. And a good and song. Maybe so too obvious. stinking good. Maybe too obvious. Maybe too obvious. It's like, wow. And he does the, he does the Luke, Luke Combs comparison game. He says a lot of things that he wish, you know. I'm also thinking that right. most songs are the comparison game. There is a lot. I feel of like it. It, there is a uh, lot of it. There's a guy coming to the gorge this uh, late summer. Are you going to tell me these two songs are connected? No, I think, I think Jay was trying to get them connected, but they they, they would not connect. Oh, Just a I rabbit hole. Really hoping they yeah. would be like, but there was some, one man who had one part in each song, tiny little bit. And we think he is plagiarizing himself. Yeah, the guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> that part seems to be true. It's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. It was a weird. It just, mean, they are they are identical. Those the two beginnings of those two songs are wildly identical. I cannot believe Kev sniffed that one out. I did not listen to. I wish Grandpa's never died nearly enough. And we'll be playing it next, right, Jay? Oh, uh, sure. Is there oh, something to be you. said about maybe writing a song that's too obvious? Well, um, I where think you go, some, well, that's lazy. 
Thanks, Riley. But it's well, not, I though. The rest of the song didn't is make so me good. Fat. Like, that would be one that I would sing to myself because I, I experienced Christmas. <laughs> and I, wish I see what that you're saying. You, like, his song would have worked if he, the last line wouldn't have been, and I wish grandpa's never died. Nah, it's like, I mean, come on, Riley. We, really? I wish I won the lottery. I wish we played that song more. <laughs> Come on, Riley. I just maybe the lack of creativity by the, by the guy. <laughs> well, anyway. So he pre plagiarized Lucas. Okay. That's hard to do. <laughs> Boys, a lot of people are doing this right now. They're going through after the holidays and they are decluttering their lives. They're getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Early spring cleaning. It's pre pre it's pre spring cleaning. That is going to make spring cleaning a lot easier. These are like the it's grandpa true. never died people. They're uh-huh. cleaning now, and then Luke Combs people will spring clean and plagiarize the winter cleaners. But the spring cleaning will also be more popular and a much bigger hit. Yeah, that even though fact. the winter cleaning was effective and maybe about something more important. Mm-hmm. 66% of people right now admit that they have stuff. That 66% of people say that most of the things they have in their house were pre-owned. Boys, are you in that world? We're pre-owned. Oh, previously like, owned. Sixty-six percent of people say that over half the items in their home were previously owned by someone else. Well, either you bought them used, no. Kevin, or they were handed down. I mean, that. So I, we're talking, I think, clothes pre-bought, like you maybe no. went and got clothes or a couch, no a TV, no. uh, the microwave. No, I don't think so either, KJ. No, that seems no, like I mean, that's really you high. You just started naming stuff, and I was like, every one of those things is something that I I bought. Maybe if maybe when you're young. Like, if you're pre-30, you probably have a ton oh, of hand-me-down stuff. Yeah. Like, everything at that point. I mean, I remember Better. at that age, I did not, I don't think I purchased anything till I was probably, well, till I got married. I think everything I had was hand-me-down. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I have that is, I mean, there's a few, like, uh, DJ item like speakers or stuff that I bought from somebody else, but that that doesn't even really count. I have a ton of stuff that like my grandma gave me, you know, dishes from my mom and you know stuff like that. That stuff I could see, but the actual other stuff that I'm using in the house, from furniture to appliances to all that other stuff, no. Sixty three percent, just under the sixty six percent, sixty three percent feel guilty while cleaning and decluttering, tossing an item away. It mm. still has a little bit of life left in it. Oh, I feel that way all the time. So oh, you, yeah. you you know you need to throw it away, but your brain goes, but I could still use that three more times. Slim, you know the favorite thing of yours? My fav- The favorite thing in my house that for you was like, this is my favorite thing. Do you yep. remember what it was? For yours, sweatshirts. His pool? That television in the basement. It was oh, your favorite gosh. thing. You couldn't stop it, talking about it. You oh, loved sorry. it. My favorite thing in your house, yeah. You had a television from the 1700s. Have, have a television. Have a, well, because you can't move it unless you get no a No one lift. will take it. No, either. I yeah, actually got a wall problem. in the back. I literally moved it by myself. It doesn't hardly weigh anything. Um, okay, that I, is incorrect. I still have it. It's in my garage because my wife said the same thing. That thing works perfectly. Why would you just take it to the okay, dump? Denise. I, and it's in my garage, and I'm thinking now. You know what doesn't work perfectly? Hmm. Your wife's optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> it works perfectly. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. 420p. The big 99.9 <laughs> I mean, Coyote 
720 haven't even been invented yet. I, I was no. over there watching, and I know a lot of people were excited about this, the Eastern Conference Finals of the NBA last yes. year. I was watching it with the boys and their friends, and there was moments I'm like, I know every single Boston Celtic player. I know all of them. I can tell you every <laughs> one of them. I can tell you their, their roster up and down because I love the NBA. I have no idea who has the basketball right now. You couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. I have no idea. How old do you think that TV is? I know how old it is. How old do you think it is? I, I, I really think it is from 88. I'll I'll say that's 90, an actual guess. 98. It's 32 years old. Oh, my gosh. 32 years old. 